Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Y'all, I had some red lobster today because one of the kids, you know, they do teacher appreciation. They do Christmas break gifts. And I was like, when I got it, I was like, I do not eat red lobster. But today I had the gift card on me, and I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try again. I think the last time I ate Red Lobster was two years ago <clears throat> with my homegirl. And I was like, Red Lobster tastes different from when I was growing up. Like, <laughs> maybe my taste buds have changed or maybe I just thought it was much more quality. But Red Lobster and a lot of different restaurants in that genre, in that range of the like, I can't do them that much no more. Um they cut my stomach up and maybe it's two of what I got, but I didn't get that the last time and I still didn't like it. Um, just the quality of the food is different and that's not to insult anybody who loves red lobster. You know, Beyonce said it in her song, so maybe she got the taste buds for it, but it's just, it ain't hitting like I guess when I was growing up, but then again, I don't know if I ate red lobster like that. That's just a random tangent because I'm sitting here. If you're looking at me on camera, my stomach don't feel 100%. I don't feel bad, bad, but I just know like how I, what 100% good feels like. And that's just too, as I'm, you know, getting older, I wouldn't consider myself old, but as I'm getting older, as I've changed my diet a lot, and when I say diet, I don't necessarily mean like I go on like strict diets. When I say diet, I just mean the way I eat regularly. Like that's my diet. Some people's diet is fast food all the time. Some people's diet is cooking. Some people's diet is soul food. Some people's diet is vegan, you know. So when I say diet, I just mean what I eat regularly. <clears throat> and I've changed up the things that I've eaten so much like when I was in undergrad, I was eating a lot of tilapia, chicken breast, and rice because I was on a college dot uh, budget. And now it's cheap. Like I used to get the meat from Walmart and I definitely wouldn't be getting produce or much any food from there. Now, I, I personally don't, again, not shaming anyone who does. I just don't... Uh, just because after I've um, after getting something different, I can tell the difference. It's different, like never having different uh, brands or different qualities. It's hard to like go back and not saying Walmart is backwards. And what they serve, but the things are, the certain things are different. Like the chicken breast you will get from Walmart is going to be different than the chicken breast you get from Whole Foods or from even a farmer's market uh, that you can get on the weekends that even may be a cheaper price depending on what person is bringing it. It's just different. It's different um, where you get your produce and if people are honest about that, and it's a shame that it's like that, but it is, um, it is even, 
I went to certain neighborhoods, like even when I was living in a specific neighborhood and I would go to the same store in another neighborhood, the quality of what they gave that store, even if it was the same thing, same brand that it came from was just different. And that's unfortunate, but that is a, that is a thing. And luckily now, you know, uh, no matter what your budget is, Whole Foods takes food stamps. So if that's where you are and that's, you want, you know, different quality things like you can use your buck there. And I'm not advertising. I'm not <laughs> promoting Whole Foods at all. I don't even really know why I'm talking about this tonight. But just to make you aware, like there are different quality things at, at different places. And that's just that's just what it is. And, and because I've traveled, I've shopped at different places i consider myself a foodie um like i can tell but anyways in undergrad that was my diet tilapia and i would get um these baked chicken breasts that come in like a pack of 10 at walmart at the time and then there i moved to new york and I was going to Whole Foods a lot and I started on like the Dr. Sabi diet. So I was eating real clean. I wasn't eating any meat. And at the time I felt really good. I didn't know if his philosophies or his diet was going to work. But then I started incorporating like green juices and cleanses and things like that and just started eating cleaner. And I, I did. I saw a difference in my energy. I used to wake up at four in the morning with no alarm. Um, and then I also incorporated, there was this book and I think I have it here. Oh yes, I do. Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. I got this book when I was in New York. I had heard of it before, but I came across her work when I was in New York and I was studying the sacred, uh, the, I mean, Dr. Sabi's diet. And in here she gives like a menu of different cleanses and things like that. And I didn't follow those things to a T, but she has in this book, it's called Sacred Woman. Um, she has in this book a calendar of, of like times to eat in a day. And she gives like the proportions you should eat in a day. And she was like, you know, it's a myth in the American diet that you have to eat three big meals a day or six meals and whatnot. And I was like, I was questioning that because it was questionable. But at the time I was willing and open to try it. And I followed her regimen on top of the Dr. Sabi diet, like of eating nuts at the, at certain points of the day and having my heaviest meal before three or four. And then after that, you know, if I want anything, having a healthy snack. And around that time, too, I was waking up at 3, 4 in the morning with no alarm and I was energized. And I was like, wow, what if I stopped eating big meals, like eating all your carbs and stuff before 3 or 4 o'clock? Because she was talking about how your body takes a long time to digest. And it was different. And now that I'm even talking about it again, I didn't plan to talk about this, y'all. Like, I'm just on a rant because I didn't know what I was going to talk about. But as I'm talking about it now, it, it makes me want to go back to that because I was in New York for two and a half years and my body did. It felt different. Um, and I've stuck to my diet a lot, but uh, I want to say in the past couple of months, I've been dibbing and dabbing back to eating meats, uh, cleaner meats. 
And I want to say probably like a month or so ago, I stopped at Chick-fil-A because I had a game with my girls and I was like, I need something quick. And I had got these chicken strips. No, I had got some chicken strips also for my birthday because me and my homegirl, we was out late. And I was like, dang, these chicken strips good. So it made me feel safe. And that was the first time I've eaten fried food or fried chicken strips in a long time. And it was pretty quality. So the restaurant we were at in Florida. So I was like, okay. So I tried that Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A chicken strips do taste pretty good like they taste pretty fresh but I know they be sitting under that heating lamp for a while (laughs) but they pretty good so here I am you know trying to dib and dab and bring those things back into my diet and I'm noticing because I don't usually just eat fried foods like that I usually feel like a light um it's hard to explain just like a light weird feeling in my stomach and it's not like I feel sick at all just it just feels weird like I could tell I've eaten something that my body is like hmm you haven't eaten that in a while and it's trying to figure out how to digest it and I personally don't like that feeling like out of all types of sickness and illness like I do not like when my stomach hurts because I feel like it's my core and it's and it's and it's a lot. I just feel like where my energy comes from. So when I don't feel a hundred percent in my gut, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Um, other people can probably bear it or be like, no, I don't like when I have headaches or this, this, and that. But for me, it's stomach aches. So I don't know why I'm sharing this, <laughs> but as I'm talking about it, it's making me think. Okay, where can I again be more intentional in my diet? And as I'm talking about it, it's making me think, you know, explore your diet. I can't tell you what works for uh, what works for me will work for you, because as I said, I've tried the fully vegan diet. I've tried the fully clean diet. I've tried um, pescatarian. I'll tell my friends I'm a flexitarian, like my diet is flexible and they always laughing, you know, because I, I, I don't I don't think one diet and now when I'm using the word diet I do mean like vegan or vegetarian I don't think those things work for everybody at the same time I think at certain seasons your body may need certain things like for me I don't eat a lot of red meat and I don't know if lamb is red meat I don't know what considers it ram. Uh, but lamb feels very, very lean in my body. Like it feels clean and maybe it's because of where I get it from. I also want to learn how to cook it and it's not something I eat often. It's probably something I want like once a month, twice maximum. And it just like, I feel good (laughs) once I've eaten it. And so that has me curious. And for you, you might say, well, I do well on chicken. You know, I work out a lot. I eat weights. I mean, I eat weights. Goodness. <laughs> I lift weights. Um, for you, you might like plant protein or some powder. Uh, for you, you might like steak. So just as I'm talking about this, I'm just thinking, don't be afraid to experiment. You know, it's okay to look up to people and to think of all these diets and read up about stuff. But certain stuff you just got to try and then really listen to your body. 
for me, I guess because I'm in my body a lot as far as dance, like I got to move and then just being with the kids too, I have to be on. Um, I'm really aware of when I'm not feeling like a hundred percent, you know, so, or like when my energy is waving and so I know where I like to be energetically. So I try to see, okay, what did I eat? And for me, I don't think I even eat as much as I should for how much I move. That's another thing that I'm experimenting with. And that's oftentimes not because I don't want to. Sometimes I don't have an appetite or sometimes it's just because of my schedule and the length of my day. It's just by the time I eat, it's kind of like, well, I'm not about to eat about 10 other meals just to make up for me not eating, you know, during that eight hour period. So those are things I'm trying to work on. But, you know, you as a woman, just make sure you're paying attention to your body, too. And don't just follow diets of even people. If you see that their body goes because the different proteins or supplements and stuff they may be taking, you don't know what other side effects it may give them or you don't know the whole mechanics of their body and why it's working for them and or not working because sometimes we can get caught up in the physicality that we don't know that it might be causing other problems or you know or it may not but it just works for their body type or for the other things that they do like for me I know good and well like there's a lot of now that I've cut out dairy like I used to always eat it but when I started cutting it out with the Dr. Sadie diet and I went so long without it When I started to introduce it again, my body was rejecting it, like, and rejecting it, you know, it just, it just wasn't, you know, I'm going to spare you all the details, but it just wasn't doing well, you know, so that was something that, and I love feta cheese, (laughs) and sometimes, like, I'll get in small increments, like, if I get this Mediterranean sandwich from Panera bread, like it tastes good with the feta on there, but oftentimes now I just get it without it and I just have to go with that little tender taste I like. But I know for me, like it, it, like I I just, it just doesn't do well. And I can feel when I've eaten it or taken it in, it's just kind of like, no, with. And I'm more sensitive now to like the way my body feels again because as I get older, I think. It's important that I pay attention to it, but also my body just tells me quicker. Like I think about the diet, you know, that that we have when we're just growing up. And if our parents aren't just feeding us a super healthy diet, you eating hot chips and all of those things. Like I saw my middle schoolers today just down in some Takis and I couldn't even imagine just sitting up eating them type of chips all day. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine but I've seen grown people sit up and eat Taki, sit up and eat uh, hot Cheetos. I've watched my colleagues do that. But also, if that's always been their diet and they've never steered from that, their tolerance for it is probably super high for me because I've changed my diet for such such a long time and I've weaned myself off of so many things Uh my body feels it when it tries to go back to something that's just like, oh, that's too much sugar. Oh, that's dairy. Oh, that's like 
all that oil on that, it's not sitting right with you. And as I speak about this, I don't mean to shame if if those type of things are your diet. I'm just speaking from my experience. And when I did start cleaning up my diet of those things, I did see a difference just in how I felt. And that's just me. And then once I, when I start eating those things in access, or just trying to dibble and dab or I'm not really paying attention to what I'm ingesting all the time. Like my body feels it. My body feels it. Like right now I'm feeling that red lobster and that, and it wasn't even worth it. Cause I, the chicken strips was not good. <laughs> it just was not good. They fries was not good. I was like, and it wasn't like it was nasty because somebody else may have loved it. But because again, I've, like I would have taken Chick-fil-A's, which they're the price wise, their meal is their chicken strip meal is cheaper. It's just like the chicken strips didn't wasn't hitting like they was supposed to be hitting. <laughs> they just wasn't. Um, but again, I don't know why I'm having this conversation. I didn't know what I was gonna talk about when I got on. But I started talking about diet because I'm I'm paying attention to how I feel as I'm sitting here. And it just makes me bring awareness that, you know, sometimes I know for me, if I'm not mindful, especially when I get into the grind of my year and I'm just on the go, how easy it is to like not pay attention to the things that support my health, all elements. Like it's easier for me to just grab something and sit up and cook or to want to come home and cook. I'm looking into different types of meal preps and I'm I'm thinking of, okay, how can I fit this in my budget? Because I want to cook, but it's like, I have to be honest with myself when I get home and when I'm in the flow of the school week, I don't want to have to cook, even if I can, like it just takes up extra time. And even when I do a quick meal, it's just something I'm learning about myself. I just rather not do, I would rather not do. Um, and I got to be honest with myself about that. And it's like, I find myself spending a lot of money because the restaurants that I go to that would be considered in between fast food and kind of like you can dine in, you know, the bare minimum plate can be like $13 at, at the base level you know, for the type of food that I like to eat, even if it's on the go because of the, because of my diet. Now, somebody else, they can probably go somewhere and, you know, always eat on a dollar menu. My body can't handle the dollar menu. If it's a dollar menu, likely it's just not going to hit my body the way it used to. It's not going to sit right on me um, just because the process it may have went through to to be done and that's just the reality for me again that's not to shame anybody else for what you you got going or where you are or where your diet is but again for me I've just noticed that because I've changed certain habits and I've been exposed to I've exposed myself to something different and different qualities like when I try to go back it is not the same, which makes me think about not to sit here and make this thing about food to even related to relationships. I was driving and I was thinking about this concept earlier, like, <coughs> excuse me, my mind goes to 
so many different things. And I was thinking about um, this guy I used to date. And I was like, man, when this guy came into my life and he came in, you know, doing these type of things and without me having to press or ask or he's coming through and, you know, he's taking me to these places without, without, you know, coaxing or prepping. It's like what I tolerated before. It almost seems like what? Like this is this is what was out here. And it's and, you know, like once you get exposed to better, it makes it hard for you to go back to something that when you compare it, it feels less than or it feel or if it don't feel the same or it's not hitting the same or it's not as quality. It's like and this is just real talk. Like it's like if you go to a restaurant, a six star, five star restaurant and get their salmon, it tastes different than the salmon that you get, the frozen salmon that you get out of Walmart that comes in a pack of eight. And I'm serious because I was on that. Like I always ate it. When I started eating other salmon, at first I couldn't tell the difference because when you go from one quality and you start going up, you kind of taste the difference, but you kind of like, I don't know, at least for me, like I couldn't really tell. But then when I tried to go backwards and continue to buy the less expensive version or the uh, great value brand like it was like what was I how was I thinking this was like amazing (laughs) and like it's like you can't go back even if I can't continue to afford this it's like I definitely I'm just gonna be eating something else because there's no way that I can go back and I think the same can be said when you expose yourself to new ideas new places, new environments, you know, you get a new car, new friendships, you know, with people who actually fall through, they they do what they say they're going to do, they are who they say they are, they are who they present themselves to be. When you're exposed to new treatment and romantic relationships, it makes you wonder why, why did I put up, this was out here the whole time? And even if it don't work out with this person who was treating you amazing, you know, it's hard to tolerate anything less than what you've been exposed to. And so I didn't know what this episode was going to be about, but my hope is that whatever you expose yourself to, I hope it continues to elevate your taste buds. I hope it, I hope it continues to expand your horizons so that when you are exposed to something bigger and better, whatever that better is for you, because everybody's better from the next thing is different. I hope that you all never want to go back to less than what you've been exposed to, even if you don't know for sure how you're going to sustain that lifestyle or this new taste. Just trust that God will show you how you can sustain this new level because you deserve that. Like you shouldn't have to go backwards in no relationship and no friendship and no opportunity and, you know, in anything like some people, it'll be entrepreneurs who'll be like, no job is beneath you and this, this and that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that because I think, you know, I don't feel like any job is beneath me. But it's certain things that it's just like, okay, if I've been doing this, this, this and that. Why would I go and do that? 
not that the not that the job itself is beneath me. It's just like it don't align. I've already been there, done that. You know, unless it's aligned, then I don't mind. But if it's not, and it's just kind of like frivolous, it's like no. Why? Why would I? You know, and you have a right to have any type of standards that you want to have. You have a right to continue to grow. You have a right to have a level that you will not go beneath. And that's different from just being your pride and ego and you need to be doing something or, you know, be making a decision. But if you truly are doing the work, if you truly are exposing yourself, if you truly are able to sustain what you're asking for, you're working to get to those levels, like you have a right to require whatever it is that you require and stand on that. Period. Once I started treating myself with the highest degree, you know, there were conversations I've had to have like, hey, the treatment that I'm getting from you is not what I'm used to. And in their mind, they're probably thinking, oh, it's another man. It's like, no, it's me. I'm treating myself with consistency and I'm not even getting consistency from you like Okay, you can hit me up when you got the energy, got the time, got the capacity to offer some consistency. Outside of that, I'm not mad that you are where you are, but I can't offer you my energy and like, you know, you giving me the crumbs of of your day. Not even really the crumbs, you setting like a speck of what you got left, you know, so... I think this conversation can be applied to anything like once you expose yourself to something new in any area of life, you deserve to be able to sustain and stay on that level and only elevate from there. Because it's like once you expose yourself, it's very, very hard to go back. And when you do, you already feel like you betraying yourself. You already feel like, man, I knew I shouldn't have ate that because that's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> that's it. I felt that when I put it in my mouth. Like I was like, ugh. But it's the same thing in, in my relationships. Like, no, nah, I deserve better than that. You're not about to ignore me for two days and we were having a conversation and then hit me up later late night W-Y-D ignored (laughs) for real like that's just the place I am in my life right now like I'm only exposing myself to the to the best because I want to attract the best in every area of my life and since I continue to expose myself and ask God to change my taste buds change my level of attraction in all areas I'm willing to do the work to to really receive that and to really live in that. And so I invite you to do the same thing. Whatever area you're being invited, challenged to grow to, to expose yourself to, to be open minded about so that you can expand your horizons, you know, with your workout journey, with your diet with the people you hang out with, with the places that you go, with the music that you listen to, with the podcasts that you entertain, with the conversations you have, whatever it is that's asking you to expand, lean into it. Even if you don't know what it will lead to, lean into it. Because I promise you, once you lean into it and you're exposed, it's going to be very hard 
for for that to be unseen, unheard, untasted, you know, unexperienced. You can't go back. You cannot go back. So I love y'all so much. <laughs> That's what I have for y'all. If this conversation was for you, it was for you. And I'll see you on the next one.